This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1263. Is work a place to be fulfilled or just to earn a paycheck? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. Today, we get into an interesting topic inspired by an article. Should you seek to find deep purpose and meaning in your work, or is it just a job to pay the bills? Find out more and reflect on your own perspective today. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? Awesome, Michelle. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. I'm good. You know, uh, I don't know. I kind of got a good day over here to get a lot of work done. And, you know, it's kind of peaceful around here. So it's nice to have one of those days where you're like, oh, I can be productive today. This is going to be good stuff. You know? Oh, that's awesome. So you're not you're not working uh, in New York today. You're not doing classes. Not working in New York today. Mm. I am uh, working from home today. So uh, yeah, (laughs) so so it's kind of good, you know, makes things a little bit easier to just, you know, get things done for the upcoming week and things like that. So that helps. Um, how about you, Lindsay? You're, you have a trip coming up. Oh, yeah, I have a trip coming up. I'm in California right now. So I'm going to granted we are recording in advance. So by the time this comes out, I'll be in Colorado. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to Big Bear this weekend. Big Bear Lake is like a it's kind of like the Stowe of California. You know what I mean? Stowe, mm-hmm. Vermont is like a vacation spot, all seasons vacation spot oh, in wow. Vermont for yeah. New Yorkers. And Big Bear, I think, is kind of the the same the equivalent for L.A. people or even for people from San Francisco, I think. But it's closer to L.A. So, yeah, it'll mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, have a good time. Thanks. It should be good. I'll let you know how it goes next week. <laughs> Definitely. All right. So um, I have a question. And okay. I'm really I'm really curious um, about your thoughts on yeah. this. Um, is your work your passion? <clears throat> oh, my gosh, 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do, but yeah. here's another question. Do you love every single part of your job? Oh, definitely not. There are parts of my job that I loathe. <laughs> I love that word, loathe. That's a good one for our loathe, listeners, right, Michelle? Hate. Yeah, that's a that's a really good way to say I really hate it, right? It's another <laughs> way to say it. Yeah, I like loathe. Loathe. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, if you don't like parts of your job, how can it be your passion? Uh, I think it's the big picture. I think, mm. you know, for me, what's come together with All Ears English is a combination of the adventures of entrepreneurship, right? Mm. The adventures of creating something brand new that didn't exist before. And we actually don't know what to do, <laughs> right? We yeah. don't know what to do next. There's no manual. There's no yeah. guidebook for how to do yeah. every task. So we have to figure it all out on our own. I love that part. And um, and I love the connection piece, the connection with our listeners. I love the yeah. verbal piece that we're on the microphone. So for me, my work presents the all the pieces that I need for the passion in my work. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. great. That's great. Yeah. I mean, this, you know, because today we're going to be talking about this idea of passion and work, you know, yeah. should work be passion or should it be just work or or should we feel like we have to have 
work be our passion, right? Yes. So, I mean, this is a question we could talk about for a long time. And and you actually sent me, you always send me this re- these really good articles, <laughs> Lindsay, from, and there are a lot of them are from the New York Times, which they have yeah. a lot of good stuff and a lot of thought-provoking things um, about this topic. And, you know, it is really interesting. So thanks for sending it. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, you know, this this idea of does work have to be our passion? Yeah, Michelle, and I'm so excited that we are talking about this today because I feel like a lot of our listeners are going to love this episode because this is very cultural, right? I mean, yeah. it very. I've seen, you know, so I've talked to people in parts of Western Europe who completely don't agree, right? They think like work is just work. And mm-hmm. in different parts of the world, too, it doesn't have to be everything to mm-hmm. us. So, mm-hmm. but have we talked about this before, similar topics in other episodes, Michelle? Yeah, guys, head on over to episode 1216, which is called How Does Culture Influence Work Ethics? So that could be a good one to listen to. Lindsay, what else? Mm. Let's see. We talked about episode 450 way back a long time ago. We talked about, let's see, do you work like a dog, right? The reasons that Americans work so hard. And that's really interesting. I love that. Yeah, definitely. So let's get into it. So this uh, article in the New York Times, guys, we can give you the link. And it's called Should Work Be Passion or Duty? Mm. And this is by, uh, forgive me if I'm saying the name wrong, Furman Debraybander on September 2nd, 2019. Yeah, guys, and today we're going to use this this article in the New York Times as inspiration, as a starting point, right? And then we want to talk about it today, our reactions, and we want to know what you guys think. So remember, we want you guys to come back to our blog oh, yeah. and comment on today's episode. I'm so excited. Let's dig into it, Michelle. Definitely, because I think a lot of people could have a lot of different viewpoints, and it could be personal, it could be cultural, um, just so much. So I'm excited to talk, talk about it. So, you know, the article talks about how there's a lot of pressure amongst Americans to love work and to do extremely well at their work so that they can get, you know, attention, they can get kind of like a lot of um, people uh, looking at them with prestige, right? And, And we work more than many other countries. That's what the article talked about. And, you know, and it also kind of mentioned how a lot of other countries may have a better, you know, overall feeling about work, and they may not put as much pressure on themselves about mm. work and career. <clears throat> what do you think, Lindsay? Have you noticed yeah. this in your travels, anything like this? Well, yeah, for sure. I Well, especially depending on where you live in the U.S. I think Boston was a very career-oriented city, right? I mean, mm. I mean, two of the best institutions in the world are there, right? Harvard and MIT were right in my neighborhood. And so you have geniuses, right? All over Boston. You have the best hospitals in the world. You have people who are just really serious about their work. Um, But Mm -hmm. LA has its own thing. And Denver is a place where I'm moving. And they're Mm -hmm. supposed to be everyone in Denver talks about a quality of life thing. And Mm -hmm. they tend to go mountain biking after work, they get off work at four or five, not seven Mm -hmm. or eight. So it'll be interesting for me when I move to Denver to see how things shift. You know, how do I keep thinking about my work? Is it still as much of a priority? Or do I build out other parts of my life more. Right, right, right. I mean, so would you say that, I mean, because it's kind of talked about having this feeling that, um, you know, work it's not just a job, but it it def- it defines who we are, right? Yeah. Um, and so because of that, we should feel this passion for it. We should want to work hard. And, and even talked about how there's some study and that shows that young people really, they actually want a career more than anything else, maybe even more than mm. a lot of money or yeah. a lot of or, or getting married, things like that. Mm. You know, what? I feel like this is a lot of this came about after the recession. 
I feel like. Because mm. a lot of people, you know, 2008, I don't know if you were in New York at that time, Michelle. Were you in New York in uh, 2008? No, not yet. Okay. So I was living in New York in 2008, September, whatever it was, 20th when the stock market crashed. And I remember seeing people walk out of their corporations with the boxes that day. You know what I mean? Oh, I remember wow. that. It was an eerie day. Uh, that and, must have been, yeah. Yeah. And I think that as of that day, I think people, a lot of people lost their jobs, right? And a lot of people mm. started to think about starting something new on their own in some cases that has actual meaning what you know where they're not tied to just the whims of the stock market and just getting fired so mm-hmm. i think that's a big part of it is history that the, the history of our economy why this know? happened yeah and you know um but it did mention how you know be if if you put that pressure on yourself Mm-hmm. You might get disappointed. You might yeah. have too much pressure and you might not be able to complete these things because you kind of get, you know, maybe a little bit um, tired. You don't necessarily feel this passion because you're trying too hard and your life is so focused on your work. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, yeah, so I agree. I think it, I think what people want now is not so much that it has to be 100% their passion, I think they want meaning in their work. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be your number one favorite thing in your life, the thing you exist to do, but you do have to feel like you have a sense of meaning in what you're doing all day. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready to eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E-50 and use code B-A-E-E-5-0 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E-5-0 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E five zero to get 50% off. Right, right, right. I think so too. I, You know, but it's funny, like I, I was talking to a friend of mine and um, she was recently saying that, you know, all she wants right now is to have a job that she just goes to that job and then she goes home and she doesn't have to think about it. Yeah. And she doesn't, you know, even if it's if it's like a desk job, if it's maybe like answering phone calls, mm-hmm. just something, you know, and that's what she <clears> wants. <throat> and there maybe there's no no quote unquote meaning to that. But sometimes people, you know, maybe they feel that this pressure to have this passion that it puts kind of like you know, too much on that. Mm, And then you're thinking about work all the time. Whereas maybe if you have this career where you're like, okay, it's a job. And like, that's my job. I earn my money. And then I go home and maybe I do something at home that I really like. Maybe that's enough. 
Yeah, it's true. <clears throat> I think everyone has different needs in that, right? But I mean, sometimes I have those fantasies, like I want to be a bus driver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I want to be like, uh, I don't know, so just a store clerk. I want to be some, uh, just do something that's easy and I can just leave it behind. And I'm not always thinking right. about what we're doing. But right. then I wonder if I would just get bored three months in, you know? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it is really hard to say. I, I think that the idea is, you know, and this is something that the article talked about as well, is, you know, maybe jobs are one piece of our meaning, right? One piece yeah. of who we are. And mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily like have to be our greatest passion. But the article mentions that like, it's more about how what you can give to society, what you can give to people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So what are you good at? And yeah. like give to people in that way. So if it's with work, if it's with if it's with your family or, you know, um, yeah. anybody mm -hmm. or your friends, whatever it is, but that you're kind of you have this idea that you have like whatever talents, whatever innate talents that you have and that you can give them to others rather than necessarily feeling like I am this talented in this thing. And that means my job has to be this. Yeah, I love that, Michelle. That's so true. I mean, I think the key here, I feel like one of the takeaways that I want our listeners to remember from today's episode is it's not so much about your job. It's about finding, as you just said, Michelle, your unique abilities and your yeah. strengths, right? I mean, there are some things we can actually do. And we've done this on our team before, Michelle, right? We did it last mm -hmm. year. You can take the Strengths Finder assessment mm. online. And that's how did you feel when you took that, Michelle? Um, It kind of... um validated what I yeah. um, uh, imagined to be true about myself. Like, I think I was very like the verbal or com like, uh, mm -hmm. I, I don't remember exactly what it labeled me as, but it was kind of things that I was like, yeah, that makes sense. And somebody's putting in into words. Exactly. It's so validating. And then I think yeah. our job is to find a way, whether it's our work or whether it's volunteer work or something yeah. else we do to find a way to express that, like our unique gifts. There's also a book called Unique Ability by Strategic Coach that I love too. So you guys, these are some recommendations that you guys can do a little research on your own. Figure out who you are and what you have to give to the world. Because I do think right. it's dangerous to go through the through life working in an empty job. Right. I think so too. I, but like, yeah, on the flip side, um, mm -hmm. if somebody Yeah, it's it's interesting because I, I I mean, I find meaning in my job. Yeah. Um, so I feel lucky that yeah. I do find meaning in my job. Mm -hmm. Um if I, I guess it would have to be, if, if it weren't what I'm doing now, it would have to be also something very like where there's a lot of communication and things like that. So yeah. let's say I worked at a front desk answering phones. Yeah. Okay. I would still be communicating. I may not find it as meaningful, but I'm using like my strengths. So I wonder if yeah. something, uh, something like that, like if I, if I weren't lucky enough to, I mean, like, oh my gosh, how lucky am I that I got to be an all ears English? Because <laughs> I, when I saw the job posting, I remember I was like, oh my gosh, this is exactly me. Like radio, <laughs> yeah. ESL, things mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. If I weren't that so lucky, you know, I just, I just wonder if another job would be as fulfilling if it, if it got me to use some of those strengths. And then yeah. I just, you know, didn't worry about my job the rest of the day. You know, I guess it's different for everybody. Like mm. should, does your job have to be your passion? And I do agree though, that there is a lot of pressure yeah, to make your job your passion. And I don't think that's good either. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is where I feel like I wish I hope that our listeners will chime in here and just let us know their perspectives, because I think it's so cultural. It's so cultural depends on different markets, different economies, you know, our upbringing. What did we see in our parents? Like I saw in my dad that he built he was an an optometrist, but he was Mm -hmm. in private practice. So he built a business, right? So in our country, that actually happens like people in the medical field also sometimes have their own private practice. Mm -hmm. And so in a sense, he was kind of an entrepreneur, kind of a business Mm owner. And I watched him build his baby, mm. build his dream from the time so that I got was... some of that from him. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And so I watched him do that. And I was kind of, in a sense, like um, brought into that thinking from a really yeah. young age. And it's very unconscious, <laughs> subconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it's, like you said, very personal for everybody. And uh, But I think the main thing is like, don't feel like you know, you have to, yeah. you have to have to have to be so passionate about your job that you don't, uh, that, that it's almost like, it almost makes you go backwards. It almost makes you feel mm. then un- dissatisfied when you can't find that job. Yeah. And then on the other side of it, I feel like today's going to be a little um, both sides of the coin, right? Yeah. The other side is that don't, you know, don't get lazy. Don't take it for granted. Right. If you're in an unfulfilling job, like try to see what you can do to maybe Im- change your position there or sw- or look around, see if something else could fulfill you. Because there's nothing wrong with trying to find fulfillment in your work. It just shouldn't be everything. I think that's the point, Michelle. What do you think? I agree. I think, you know, uh, the, uh, the my favorite phrase lately is just everything in moderation, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, you have to find, you Ice have cream to find. Too. <laughs> what? Ice cream too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my goodness. Um, Everything. Yeah. Like, uh, well, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, I, I just said that the other day. It's so true. It's like, you just have to find what works for you. What is your balance? And I think that that is the most important thing. And, you know, don't, don't don't get lazy but also don't let yourself get unhappy if you're not you know you you there are many ways to contribute to the world yeah i agree michelle there's a lot there's a lot of options out there guys so keep searching for it and let us know come back to our blog Definitely. this is episode 1263 so come back to allersenglish.com slash episodes type 1263 in that search bar you'll find it all right all michelle right. this is great thanks for talking about this today thanks that was this was fun and was guys fun. yeah let us know what you think all right take care talk all soon right. bye bye Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, 
Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.